Welcome back to Unmarvelous. Wait, wait, hold on. Do, oh. oh, wait, hold on. Do that again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. 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 And, okay, go. Welcome back to Unmarvelous. Oh, that worked better in my head than it did the in sh- reality. The, the, the show <laughs> about, about two, two millennials, millennials watching, watching the Marvel, Marvel movies, movies for, for the, the first, first time. time. Starring me, Graham. And... Me, Amy. This week, we have decided to watch Iron Man 2. Did we decide or didn't, like, general chronology? Yeah, Is I got, that a yeah. word? Yeah, we don't, we're not deciding which ones. Do, it seems like it'd be a really bad idea to watch them completely out of order, although they already kind of seem like they're not in uh, yeah. order in the movie universe. Yeah, we keep stumbling upon different uh, lists. Of the Marvel movies that are telling us that we're watching them out yeah, of order, like but here we suggestion. are. Here we are. Yeah, here we are with the worst superhero so far. <laughs> the clear worst. He is such a bad person. I don't care about Iron Man. I don't. I don't at all. Nothing about him is fun, except his robot. Except the robot suit. That no, I, no, so I like fun. the actual robot that he always makes fun of. Oh, Jarvis. No, no, the other robot. Uh, the robot, yes. Yeah, the robot, the yeah. one that he like, always says he's going to like change into like something. I do, I do like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this, since this is the first, I mean, already we're at a sequel. So, you know, normally we do like a what do you know about this beforehand? I don't know what we should do instead of those now. It's a good question. Okay, let me, okay, here, I got it, I got it, I got it. What were you hoping for to happen in Iron Man 2? I was hoping for Iron Pots. Yeah, I, that didn't happen. Uh, I wanted Pepper to have more of a role in the movie. Well, she, she kind of did. Kind of. Not in a way you're wanting, though. Yeah. I maybe wanted Tony Stark to be a little less of a jerk because it seemed like at the end of the last Iron Man movie, he was kind of okay, right? Like, he was a little humbled, a little. I mean, slightly. it led you to believe that, but then he ruined it all by being like, nope, I'm Iron Man. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't know. It's like he learned Maybe a lesson, kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, that's kind of, like, my hope was that maybe he learned to be a little bit more humble, but he didn't. He sure didn't. And since I don't know many of the bad guys in the Marvel movies, I was certainly not expecting the Russian dude. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who I was expecting. Uh, yeah, but. I wasn't I guess I wasn't really expecting anything. I yeah. didn't have any thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other okay. than iron pots. Yeah. Um and Rowdy Randy Rody. Yes. Not Randy. <laughs> Sorry, that was the wrong one. Rowdy Rowdy. I don't know why. That I sounded Randy like a uh, wrestler or something. Yeah, 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 wrestler. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Iron Randy Rowdy <laughs> <laughs> taking on uh, who's a wrestler? Uh, mankind or yeah. Uh, what's the like? Hey, brother. Not Hulk. Not the horrible Hulk Hogan. The other one. I don't know. Macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah, Randy Savage. Yeah, that's who I was, thinking, who of. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it. he might be horrible too, but he died before we could figure out he was racist <laughs> and a horrible person. So true. Um, I think since last time, it worked really well, knock on wood, 
it worked really well for you just to read your notes, and we go off of that. I think we should do that again. Okay. And I'll just kind of, like, do what I did last time and kind of fill in spots. Sounds good. But, um, yeah, so why don't you take it, take it away, then? All right, friends. Iron Man 2. So the opening is a narration of the press conference from the end of the last movie yes. where he's saying that he's Iron Man. Classic. Humbly. Then we meet two guys. There's long hair and old guy. Old guy dies. Long hair drinks vodka. Long hair grieves by screaming. Is he, is long hair the, the guy with the weird fingernails? Yes. Okay. Then long hair pulls out blueprints of the Stark Industries stuff, and we're led to believe that old guy and Tony's Stark's dad were partners, like they worked on stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so kind of while the opening credits are running, it's long hair making stuff and drinking <laughs> with his parrot. <laughs> Here's what I have in my notes. Some drippy drips and science stuff, parrot or cockatiel or whatever gets flustered. Long hair makes the arc reactor. Wait, say that again? Some drippy drip stuff? Some drippy drips and science stuff. Okay, okay, okay. I think it's a cockatiel. Do you know what kind of bird it is? That's, Very important. That was my assumption. Very important. Because we had a cockatiel when I was growing up. Did it look like... Long hairs. I don't remember it. The only thing I remember is we had to get rid of it because I'm very allergic to birds. (laughs) And I only remember that I had day-old Burger King chicken nuggets, and I was eating them when the guy came to pick up the bird and take him away from our home. Yep. Did the bird have a name? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, my mom probably wouldn't just call it, like, bird. But I don't know what the you name was. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the name the name was. Okay. So we get a six months later thing. We get more ACDC. Super oh my god. Cool. And then this is like the oh my god, the worst part. One of the worst parts of the movie. Do you want to take this or do you want me to I read just, my notes? Here's the thing. <laughs> I just I just want I just want to preface okay. one thing. Okay. okay. Up to this point, I was really hoping, maybe since the last movie. Tony Stark had some reflection. Mm-hmm. He decided that maybe <clears throat> maybe being a douche wasn't a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was like, okay, let me just take the hubris down a notch, take my ego down a little bit. Right. And then he spent money, like actual money, making cheerleaders look like Iron Man. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, this guy has not learned one thing. I can't stand Iron Man. I don't like this guy. Samesies. Okay, that was the only thing. I was just like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my notes are pretty similar, but they might be worth reading. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Iron Man is zipping and zooming around (laughs) and lands in front of a sexy girl kicking chorus line in (laughs) in front of a giant audience. Comes out of his suit, and it's Tony Stark. I hate this guy so much. (laughs) (laughs) Some good booby shaking and sexy moves from, like, the Iron Girls or whatever, and it's the Stark (laughs) Expo. And then he makes this speech and says somewhere in there, it's not about me, he says, when it is clearly. Yeah, you wouldn't wouldn't spend hundreds of dollars on lingerie looking like you if it... 
wasn't about you. Yeah. Then during this expo, there's like this big screen and it shows this video of Tony's dad who's named Howard and he's talking about the city of the future. Did you get a real Disney vibe from that? Yeah, I did. I mean, was that the intention, you think? I guess. I don't know. Hmm. And then Tony is looking at his blood toxicity, which is at 19%. I don't know why I needed the exact numbers in my notes, but I will continue through this podcast updating you on his blood toxicity. <laughs> which, when was that established? I guess just in this movie. Because I was under the impression that he had fragments, like shards, in his blood. Mm-hmm. And the glowing donut thing is what's stopping that from going into his heart. That's what I thought. So where did the... To- I mean, I feel like something being toxic wouldn't be just blockage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, did we decide that it's his suit that's making him... I thought that was increasing it. So well, so then does his, his chest thingy do serve two functions then? Is one of them a magnet and the other one is to make his suit less bad? Hey, three people listening to this, maybe comment on something. Yeah. Nicely, please. Yeah, nicely. We're not we're not going super far into this, obviously. Like this is the first time we've seen it. We don't know anything about Iron Man. Except he's horrible. I think this was something I missed and then you pointed out, but like we find out that it's a year round expo yeah. or something. Is that common for expos? It doesn't seem like that would make any sense to have it year-round, but I don't know. Yeah, I really have no frame of reference for that. Yeah, I guess I don't either. The only thing I can think of is, like, when they have, you know, like, the Apple Expos or, like, Google Expos, but those just seem like maybe a week or two, if that. Yeah. Year-round, but I guess that's also, if that is unusual, that also seems like Tony's M.O., if he's, like, extravagant and, you know, very like lucrative and spending money and doing all this stuff that would make sense i guess yeah girl serves a subpoena and tony says yikes which is exactly what i would say (laughs) (laughs) i would like to point out really quick i maybe i should have said this earlier but the notes that amy takes this is the first time i'm hearing of them as well because like i don't read them when she writes them. Yeah, I'm just tip-tapping away on my computer yeah. while we're watching these. So when I'm reacting, it's actually really genuine. Anyway, keep going. Okay. Um, so then we go to this hearing about Tony having a weapon, which is his Iron Man suit. Senator Stern is trying to get the weapon slash suit Turned over to the United States, like the military, or... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Tony says he's Iron Man, so he can't have it. Which is the most capitalist thing you could say. Yeah, and just, you know, privileged white boy, you can't have it. Well, his dad worked hard for his money. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, his dad also screwed over another guy for their money. Yes. That happened. <laughs> that happened. So this is when we meet Justin Hammer. I kind of forgot his first name was Justin. He doesn't look like a Justin to me. What does he look like? 
Justin the Hammer guy. Yeah, what does he look like? If he's not a Justin, what is he? Oh, I don't know, like a Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Hammer. Neil Hammer. I don't know. Okay, so uh, my notes say Justin Hammer comes in and says Howard was an expert at stuff. <laughs> says he made a sword while insisting it's a shield. Ends with God bless Iron Man, God bless America. Yeah, it really just seemed like it was a a, a dick measuring contest. Like they were just trying to get at each other slyly. All right. With Iron Man being a little bit more obvious about it than everybody else. So Rhodey comes into the hearing, which is not the same actor as the last Rhodey. Hashtag not my Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> the senator asks him to read a passage from... I'm assuming it's a report that he was asked to make over Tony Stark as Iron Man. Yeah. And isn't that when he also is asked to, like, he gets really kind of offended at the senator because he's like, you want me to read? Yes. Like, a section out of this hundred page long, like, report that I wrote out of context. Okay. Maybe you can help me figure out what I'm saying here. Probably. Um... Senator asks him to read a passage. Iron Man presents a threat, then talks about benefits and junk. And I guess that was just <laughs> him. Like, the passage that the senator wanted him to read was out of context about presenting a threat. But mm-hmm. then yeah. he kept going because it was out of context. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, talking about the benefits and junk. Rhodey says people might be making copies of the suit. And then Tony takes over the screens. This says, North Korea got a big old robot doing some shooties. Iran also got a robot. <laughs> Hammer Industries shown making a bot. Yeah, yeah. But, th- like, all of the robots are clearly real crappy robots. Like, it, it can't stand up straight. And then there's, like, this is kind of when you get the first impression that Neil Hammer is not very competent. Like, he's just competent enough. Mm -hmm. Like, he can make a suit, but he can't make it very well. Because, like, one of the videos shows him, like, trying to get it to work, and it wasn't working. Because then he, like, really quickly and flustered, he gets up and, like, tries to shut the TV off. Right. Okay, so here's what I have next. Spoiled brat saying he's figured out world peace and says, it's my property, you can't have it. Senator says, fuck you, Mr. Stark, saying what we're all thinking. We're back to long hair making a thing. Destroys his TV. Why in all caps? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like this... both he and Tony have just destroyed random things just to test out their weapons. Yeah, like the this bad guy, half the time I'm like, I really like this guy. And then the other half of the time I'm like, I don't understand any of this guy's motives. I would also like to point out that this is also like when he's making all the sciencey stuff. This is the second or third time in these movies so far that like clearly underfunded and understaffed, drunk, homeless, destitute people have made advanced mechanics mm-hmm. and robotics. And then at the same time, there's like people whose only job is to make robots and things. Right. Can't do it. Yep. I understand that it's supposed to be that they're, like, super smart, and that's why, but did they just need a better hiring pool? Right. (laughs) Back to Tony Stark. 
Robot spilling stuff in the kitchen. About as clumsy as me in the kitchen. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, keep going. But that's it um, for that note. Can you provide an example of how clumsy you would are in you the kitchen? Would you like to provide an example of how I clumsy I am I would love to provide kitchen? an example Please of go. how... Okay. So a few years ago, we lived in a different city in an apartment, and I was working at a restaurant. And we... What were you doing at that time? What? Were you what were you, were you working at that daycare? I was a preschool teacher. Okay, um, so I had come home and I was working the late shift, and I got home and I walked up the stairs, and you were just sitting on the floor in the kitchen crying, and I was like, oh my god, I was I was like, oh 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 shit, what what happened? What's going on? What's going on? And you're just like very inconsolable, and I was like, what happened? And finally, what I found out is you exploded crayons in the microwave. like In the oven. Yeah, in the oven, yeah. And, like, there was just crayon and <laughs> wax everywhere inside of the oven. <laughs> what you don't know about that story <laughs> is that I put the crayons in the oven. Like, I don't know, you know, those of you, those two of you who are listening... Um, you can melt crayons in the oven and, like, turn them into bigger crayons. Like, I put them in a muffin tin so you can, can like, reuse your crayons. And I was going to give them to some of my preschoolers. So I put them in the oven. I made myself a little salad. I sat down, <laughs> and I was watching Extreme Couponers. <laughs> and then, like, five minutes later... The fire alarm was going off. I was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Went, went over to the oven. I had set the thing on broil. <laughs> Which is funny, because how many times have you ever used broil? Never, never. I've never used it before. Did, but do you remember also what you said once you got home, like what your thought process was? I was like, I need to buy a new oven. Yeah, you came home. And I can't home. afford a new oven. I came home, and she was immediately showed me on her phone ovens in similar price ranges <laughs> and how we could probably afford one because the apartment's probably going to make us pay for a new a new crayon uh, or a new oven. Yeah, there was crayon goo everywhere, yeah. but we got it cleaned up. To be fair, I've also cut my thumb off in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, that apartment had some good stories. And a lot of spiders. A lot of spiders. So, continuing on with... Yeah, back to Iron Man. Uh, he's back to his blood toxicity, which is 24%. Uh, this says use of the suit is making his blood gross, question mark. So, okay, I think you're right, because I'm looking here, and it says that his suit is slowly poisoning him. So there are two separate things going on with his body then, from my understanding. It's that there's the spicy shards in his blood... And then also Spicy his, and then also, like his suit is just kind of rank and gross, and it's making him sick. Okay. Okay. Is this when we find out, like his suit thing? There's the is it palladium? Is that the yeah. thing that like it's that's what he's using, and it's like burning through pretty quick. Yeah. It's like the quote was like the device that's keeping you alive is also killing you. Oh, yeah, 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 Whatever. yeah, yeah. The yeah. robot says that. Did the robot say that? I thought so. I don't know who else would have said it. Hmm. Good point. We're probably very wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. Someone can point that out later and be a jerk about it. Pepper Potts comes in mad because he donated modern art to the Boy Scouts of America. 
Which, can you name an organization that would, like, not appreciate modern art yeah. anymore? Why would they care about that? I mean, especially when this when this movie came out. I mean, nowadays, I feel like they're a little more progressive. But back then, I don't think they would have cared. Yeah. Potts says the Stark Expo is a waste of time, which we all agree. Mm-hmm. Expo is his ego going crazy. We, yep. again, also agree. Pepper Potts knows what's up. He puts up an Iron Man poster, which is the most irritating thing. He's not a cool person. He's the worst. I He's don't understand worst. why people like him so much. I, I really don't. Maybe. I'm not trying to be facetious. Like, I don't understand it. I keep thinking, like, maybe he'll turn things around. But, like, he's done enough to where you can't just go back and erase all the crap you've done. Yeah. Well, because he's clearly not sorry about it. Yep. At least he, if he is, he's doing a pretty poor job of, like, showing you that he's sorry. As they always say, if you're trying to make an apology, like, an apology is multiple steps. And it's, like, acknowledging that you did something wrong and then also the steps you're going to take to make sure that it's not going to happen again. And he never does that because yep. he always does it again. Yep. Stark says that Pepper Potts needs to run the company. He's trying to make her CEO. She asks if he's been drinking, and he says chlorophyll? I think that's what is slowing down his suit goo. Okay. Because when he was drinking it, he asked his computer, how much do I got to drink? And it's like 80 ounces a day. Okay. So Tony is talking about needing a worthy successor. And my notes say, here we go. Here comes... Iron pots, and we never got yeah, iron. Yeah, iron. Pots. I don't think that's a thing, unfortunately. It's, you know, a girl can dream. One thing we're also not doing to point it out is maybe she does become iron pots, but we're also trying to not look at like Wikipedia at the characters right. to like spoil that. We're trying to limit our spoilers, which for me has been pretty easy. I'm like I'm... slowly recognizing. Like a Kate, like something will pop up, and I'm like, "Oh, I think that's a thing." Okay. It's like when yeah. they called when they called Rhodey later in the movie. They called him War Machine. I was like, "Oh, wait, I think that's actually his name." Okay. Like that kind of stuff. The only thing I knew was like I was pretty sure that that the one lady in this was Black Widow and like the Iron or not Iron Man. <laughs> uh, Captain America shield thing. Yeah, like, yeah, those yeah, were yeah, the yeah, only yeah. things I recognized, but that's just because like you can't not know that. Not know that. Yeah. It's 2019. Yeah, we got some kind of know. Kind of know what Captain America shield looks like. So we find out that Longhair has tickets to the Grand Prix. Then we're back to Tony Stark, who is boxing. Scarlett Johansson, I think, is the actress. Yeah, she name. is. Yeah. She comes in, Tony starts drinking his Powerade, and there's a weird, awkward thing where she's staring. That's just what my notes say. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's like oogling her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. The boxing guy, which I think we find out later, is Happy, right? His yes, Happy. his name is Happy. And he was in the first movie, right? Did we know yes. that was his name? According to this, his name is Happy Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, Mr. Hogan says some sexist <laughs> crap to Natalie Rushman, the Scarlett Johansson character. Yes. T- 
Tony finds a sexy picture of her. Yep. Natalie takes the boxing guy down, but meaning Mr. Hogan. Yeah, yeah, happy. Then I wrote yes in all caps. Uh, Natalie walks away. Tony says to Pepper Potts, he says, I want one as she's walking away, meaning I want one of her. Yes, yeah. Which is the, just the grossest. Yeah, because like, cause like what they were doing, they were trying to find him a new assistant, right? Because Pepper would be the CEO, and so he needs a new assistant. Uh-huh. But could there have been an, a better way, maybe, to talk yeah. about how uh-huh. you would like to hire somebody, Mr. Right? Stark? Right? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It, I'm just uh, shuddering. Ugh. So we go to Monaco for this Grand Prix thing. Why? Because he's got money to do it, I guess. Is it just we need a fancy setting? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Well, it is Iron Man. We need to be fancy. Yeah, they can't just have, like, they're never going to have a fight in a Texas roadhouse. Oh, no, 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 no. Hammer is there. Hammer wants to present something at uh, Tony Stark's expo. His blood toxicity is now at 53%. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, dangerous. So you know something's going to happen soon. Oh, Oh, yes. So he's at the Grand Prix thing that Longhair has a ticket for. He's driving his race car. The race car driver gets mad. Understandably. Yeah, you've been training like a while for this. And then some douche nozzle comes by and is like, I'm going to do it instead. <laughs> uh, this is where I wrote that Hammer is going to be a villain at some point. Or like we were just calling that. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. He's like a Weasley guy that like. Yeah. I, I can't and do I mean, it, but he, I got money. He kind of was in this movie even already. Like yeah, he was already yeah. kind of not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you did forget to say though. Did you notice who Neil Hammer had with him? <laughs> no. That was the reporter that Iron Man banged in the first movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, because he said something really gross where he was like, oh yeah, she, uh, she did a full spread on me or something yeah. like. Do you oh, remember that? Oh yeah, maybe yeah. I just didn't want to write it down. Oh, I remembered oh. that because he's the worst. He's the worst. So Tony's driving the race car for some reason. Kids buy merchandise of this person. <laughs> right? Like, I, like I, in the American. 90s and 80s, people were like, oh, you don't want to, kids shouldn't like Ninja Turtles because it is fighting. But you, you know what? They also said no to drugs and pizza's okay. Uh-huh. They never talked about how they'd like to fuck <laughs> April right? O'Neil. <laughs> right? So Tony's driving the race car and long hair is there. Still don't know his name. This is where I wrote, if I wanted to watch Cars Racing, I would have watched the Pixar movie Cars. (laughs) 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 Which is a pretty solid movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. The funny thing is, I feel like in terms of racing, not a lot of racing actually happens in that movie. That's also true. But, you know, just... Just the right amount. Yeah, yeah. Just the like, right amount of racing. None. Yeah, yeah. Like two races, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so out comes Longhair with his little metal suit. It's not like a full suit, but it's like metal yeah. around him. And you kept calling it a jump rope. Like a, an electric Yeah, yeah, jump it looked like it was jump ropes, thing. yeah. Kind of like whips, mm-hmm. but yeah. This is where we questioned how did he know that Stark would be there and also like racing. Yeah, that's my biggest question with this guy. Because like the whole point up to this 
up to this point, like there's all these montages of him making these jump ropes in secret and spending all his time trying to get back at Iron Man because the whole point, I think you didn't, I don't know if you mentioned this, I don't think you did, like Longhaired's dad on his dying breath was like, uh, Stark should be you. Yeah. And sorry, I think I just sounded like the guy from Star Wars Episode One. Stark should be you. <laughs> like the, the but, fly uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the so very Volta, racist. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like the super racist one. Oh um, yeah. So I'm not gonna do it again. Um, <laughs> Please. <don't. laughs> so like, if he's spending all of this time doing this. Why is he being so irresponsible? How did the jump rope guy know that Tony Stark would be driving the race car, for one? Two, if he didn't know that, even if he did know that, why would he just walk out in the middle, like... Right. I mean, he might think Tony maybe knows how to drive. I don't know. But, like, he's just letting these cars crash behind him. It just seems, like, way too risky... For every, literally everything he's done up to this point has been so cold and calculated to just leave this part up to chance. Yeah, so true. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, there's a lot of things I don't get. This is when we get to see Happy, oh, Mr. Hogan, uh, <laughs> driving the wrong way on the racetrack. With, he's with, is he with? He's with Pepper. Pepper, okay. Yeah. So, electric jump rope, you started calling him Double Dutch. <laughs> Double Dutch gets Tony Stark. There's race cars crashing all around him, and this guy's just walking, and he somehow doesn't get injured. Suspension of disbelief, I guess, whatever. It's a bad one. Yeah. Tony tries whacking long hair on the head. Though I do like (laughs) Double Dutch better, so let's go with Double Dutch. Okay. Tony tries whacking Double Dutch on the head. Doesn't work. He gets his jump rope out and tries to kill Tony. Boxing, Almost works. I've been calling Happy Boxing Guy in my notes oh, because I didn't yeah. know his name. So Boxing Guy, or Mr. Hogan, <laughs> comes in and hits the guy. Tony is climbing up the fence. Oh, he, like, he hits Happy him hits him with his car. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark yells at Pepper for better security measures. Pepper doesn't deserve this crap. No, she doesn't. She's a good person. Some hassle with the truck and double dutch, airbags deploy, jump ropes are still going. Because Happy keeps ramming into him because he's like got him pinned between the wall. Right, right, And he right, keeps right, ramming right. him. And they have, the reason that they're there is they have that suitcase thing that's also his suit. And they're trying to give it to Tony so he'll turn into Iron Man. So he gets that case eventually and he turns into Iron Man. Yeah. Nice of Double Dutch to wait for him to get in his suit. Well, yeah, because then, <laughs> I mean, he's a gentleman. Yeah. So, Iron Man versus the Double Dutch. Iron Man not looking so hot, but then <laughs> does okay and takes the arc reactor out of him, meaning Double, Double Dutch. Dutch, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Double Dutch says, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can... you You lose. <laughs> What kind of accent is that? <laughs> I'm lose. pretty sure that's exactly how he said yeah, it. You're pretty close. You're pretty close. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> As police are pulling him away. But I don't get it. Because, <laughs> like... He didn't. He, he didn't lose. Well, you uh, find out why later. Why he said that later. 
You do? Yeah, yeah. Keep going. I'll fill okay. in. When, when okay. I'll jump in when. when I, yeah. I will appreciate that because I never really got it. Iron Man crushes the arc reactor. I don't know if that was important or not. Eh. Eh. He's just kind of grumpy. Just a grumpy, grumpy boy. Peeps don't know who long hair slash double dutch is. Apparently, neither did I up until this point. Uh, Tony goes to see him. Shouldn't he have some clothes? Oh, yeah, because he's, like, like, sitting there basically naked. He's, like, sitting in his underwear pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Tony Stark goes in and just criticizes his suit-building abilities, which is super smart. While also giving him changes to make in the future. Uh Uh-huh. And... Like, he, it's him and this guy who was recently just <laughs> trying to beat him up yeah. and, like, kill him. Yep. And it's just those two in a room together. Like, there's cops and stuff outside the room. But, like, this guy could snap and just, like, kill him well, right there. Well, I was actually thinking about that. I, I wonder when this came out compared to when The Dark Knight came out. Okay. Because, like, the Dark Knight, that, like, oh. interrogation scene. Yeah, hey, let's get our research department. Let's get the this. research department out. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 Dark Knight. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, Dark yeah, yeah, Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight came out in 2008. Okay, yeah, so this was 210, Iron Man 2. Okay. So I'm, I'm just wondering if there's, like, if maybe that was a reason they did that. I could see that. Because, like we've kind of established, Tony Stark kind of seems like DC's mm-hmm. Batman. But here's where, when you were like, I don't understand why he was saying you lose, the mm-hmm. Double Dutch's monologue is all explaining all of that. Because he was in there and he's like, he said, or Iron Man said something about how you missed. And he's like, no, I didn't. It's like the whole point of me doing that was just to show that you can bleed. Like, I didn't need to kill you. I just needed to show that you weren't invincible. And the uh, fact okay. of me just being there, I built this thing. I hurt you. That just goes against everything that just happened. That Senate hearing you did, it goes against oh, like everything. Okay. So I won because I get it. Yeah, gotcha. Villain says, <laughs> "Here we go." Palladium. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Please do this in the whole. Okay. Palladium in the chest. Painful way to die. <laughs> I can't do accents. No, no, please try it one more time. So please good. do it again. Please do it again. Palladium in the chest, painful way to die. <laughs> it's almost painful way to painful die. Painful way to die. <laughs> it's almost like a, a stoned British person. Uh, I try, but you know, something Is there I anything never you can't was really do? good at. Tony brings pepper a filet mignon. No, actually, (laughs) (laughs) that was like a scrambled eggs in the airplane. What in the airplane? Yeah, that was like scrambled eggs. That wasn't a steak. Was that a joke? I don't know. I thought he said it was a filet mignon. I'm like ninety percent sure it was like an omelet. Uh huh. I thought okay. I don't know. Because I think later he's like. (laughs) They make a joke about how he can't cook eggs. Okay. It's funny that it was so burnt you thought it was a steak. I thought that was said in there somewhere. Maybe I I'm mishearing it, but, it, but it looks like I, yeah, I could be totally wrong. Okay. I guess. <laughs> All right. The and joke of it is he's a, sh- a, a horrible cook. Gotcha. Gotcha. So then they like talk about 
she's like, what aren't you telling me? Because he hasn't told her that he's dying, basically. Yeah. Then it goes back to Double Dutch in the prison or jail or whatever. Um, He gets a mashed potato bomb. (laughs) 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 That sounds like something I made up, but that was just part of the movie. That's Yeah, no, it was definitely a mashed potato Uh, bomb. Yeah. Another guy comes in, and they're both, like, prisoner number 6219. Did you write down the number on their jacket? I take very thorough notes. (laughs) (laughs) He puts the Play-Doh bomb on the wall because it was just, like, Play-Doh. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, Sculpey. Just that, like, polymer clay. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that was. Mm -hmm. Uh, It explodes, as bombs do. He starts running out, and people grab him and throw him into a truck. And then... Hammer guy greets him and wants to do business. Hammer suggests going after Tony's legacy. Double Dutch wants his bird. He needs his bird. This is the point where I'm like, man, let's just, you know, I'm kind of on this guy's side right now. Neil or Double Dutch? Double Dutch. I guess both of them. Double Dutch. Who we find out is Ivan Vanko. Uh, finally found out his name. We'll probably still keep calling him Double Dutch. Does he have, like, a villain name, or is it just Ivan Vanko? You know how villains Yeah, have, here, like, let me, I'll do, names? I'll get on the research department here. Okay. Okay, so it looks like it here that his bad guy name is Whiplash. Ah. I like Double Dutch better. Also... He has a fondness for his pet cockatoo. Cockatoo, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I knew animals a little better. I thought it was a cockatiel. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, okay, whiplash. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which um, is weird they never said that because a lot of times in these movies, like, they'll make it very clear that somebody, like, accidentally makes up a nickname. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was like, he was like some kind of incredible Hulk. It was like he was experiencing whiplash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're back to Tony. Rhodey comes in and says people are going to take Tony's suit. Tony don't look so good because blood ickies. (laughs) (laughs) Changes out his arc reactor. No, he makes Rhodey do it. Oh, he makes, yeah. Because it's the second, see, the same thing about how, like, you need to change it. You're not going to let somebody else change Mm -hmm. your... Medical mm-hmm. supply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to Hammer and Double Dutch. Hammer's been making suits. Double Dutch gets into the computer system because he's a smart dude. And then he takes... Fingernails. Yes. <laughs> and takes the head off of one of the suits. Tony's blood ickies are up to 89%. <laughs> Natalie is there. He asks her how she would spend her last birthday. Which begs the question, how would you spend your last birthday if you knew it was your last birthday? Okay, so here's my question, though. I need some parameters on this. Would it be that, like, it's my last 24 hours, or, like, I would just die sometime in the next year, before my next birthday? You just knew it was going to be the last birthday that you'd celebrate. Um, I would probably... I mean, I'm, I'm not a big birthday celebrator as it is. So, you know, I don't know. I probably would just, like... I mean, if money wasn't an option, I'd probably go to, like, my favorite restaurant and get my favorite food, 
probably like try to spend some time with. Uh, this is a really boring answer. Like probably spend some time with mom and dad, Zane, my brother, and you. Have like oh oh you know what I do? I'd buy one of those really nice bottles of liquor that I've <laughs> never I've always seen it, but it's always been like mm-hmm. you know like the two or three hundred dollar ones. Like I would buy one of those because I'm like I'd never buy it now because I'm not gonna die. I mean I don't think I'm gonna die in the next year. But if I knew I was going to, I'd, yeah, hell yeah, right. I'd, I'd, like, shell out that. What's sure. going to do good for me? I mean. Yeah, why not? What would you do? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> you came up with the I question. Like, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like to dish them out, but never actually answer them myself. Um, it's almost like you're the question asker. <laughs> the inquirer, if you Ooh, that's a that's a better one. I'd just like to travel somewhere, like maybe actually go to New Zealand or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Or like be like the stereotypical white people and go to Iceland. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Here's a here's a better question. I've heard some people talk about this because there was like a hoax about this a while ago. If there was a spaceship that was like, we need to put people on Mars to see what's going to happen, there's no guarantee you could come back, and there's no guarantee that you would live... When you got to Mars, but the tickets were like fifty bucks, and they needed like a hundred people to do it, would would you do it? Probably not. <laughs> would you? I don't know. Like, I mean, no, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, it'd be pretty yeah. rad not to pay taxes and student loans, oh, yeah. but that's, true. that's where I'm like, well, if I was on Mars, well, then maybe. I probably wouldn't, because then it'd be really hard to pay my student loans. If I was on Mars, I wouldn't have to do my homework. <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so Natalie answers the question by saying, like, she would do whatever she wants with whoever she wants. Whomever. Yeah. Well, she says whoever. You corrected her. Yeah. And in my notes, even, it has the little underlined squiggly like it's wrong because, yeah, whomever. It's whomever. Whom. Whomever. It's like, okay, knock, knock. Whomever. Knock, knock. <laughs> Whom there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Who's okay. there? Two. Two. Who to? To who? Oh, surely you mean to, to whom. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, it's, it's more of a joke for English professors to chortle at. <laughs> okay, so what's next? Iron Man is in his suit, just dancing around to that California song. You know the one that's like California. Iron Man is drunkenly dancing, and Rhodey gets as mad as we've been this whole time. Tony pees in his suit and is somehow really cool. I guess it's like that Billy Madison thing. You're only cool if you pee your pants. You're not a big Adam Sandler. I was gonna fan. say that uh, that that reference doesn't mean anything. It'll to me. make sense to someone who's listening to this, maybe. I mean, honestly, though, basically anybody else in in teaching, I've found when I talk to kids about actors and stuff, I'm usually the minority in mm-hmm. that I don't like Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Tony accidentally shoots off his weapon, which kind of sounds like a euphemism, but maybe I'm just tired. Um, these girls think it's super cool, which is maybe why I thought it was a euphemism for something. Uh, Pepper's pissed. Rhodey's pissed. Here's what my notes say. Maybe you can make sense of this. Girl in a watermelon. He zaps the watermelon. 
Yeah, like they're starting to throw stuff up in the air for him to shoot. And for some reason, she had a watermelon. Okay. I, I don't know why <laughs> she had a watermelon, but she had a watermelon. It's important. Uh, Maybe it was like one of those boozy watermelons. Yeah, pro- probably. This is where my notes say, Iron Roadie, bitches, tells everyone to leave, and they do. Rody says Iron Man doesn't deserve to wear a suit. Iron Man tells DJ to pick a good song for them to battle to, and he picks another one, Bites the Dust. Iron Man and Rody fight. Rody's down. Iron Man yells. People leave. They both zap each other. Iron Rody pieces out. He heads to a military base. Yep. Yep. All, all true things? Yep. Yep. Okay. Iron Man hanging out in a giant donut. Nick Fury asks him to exit. Uh, Nick Fury is, I love him so much He's in this right. next scene. I just like him in this next scene a okay. lot. Okay. Because he's just like, I'm not putting up with you, Iron Man. Fury still wants him to join the team. And this this is where we were confused because at the end of Incredible Hulk, Tony was asking someone to... Yeah, the, the, the commander guy. Yeah, to join the team. So, I mean, like, is it ever been officially stated that these movies aren't in chronological order? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, they they aren't. Like, just, yes. Because um, the first Iron Man movie, like, half of it takes place in the 40s. Like, during World War II. I do know that. Because okay. that's where Iron Man, or uh, that's where Captain America came from. Okay. But, like, it's kind of confusing. Unnecessarily, I think. Yeah. So Nick Fury and Tony are like talking, and then Natalie comes out. She's a shield shadow. Shot him with some stuff to reduce his blood ickies. Yep, yep. Not so spicy. So we're back to Hammer, who tries to give Double Dutch his bird, but he says it's not his bird. He said he wanted his bird. Get him the dang bird. Hammer wants... People in the suits, but Double Dutch is saying that drones are better. Yeah, drones better. Drones better. Hey, you're really close. Drones, drones better. Drones better. Yeah, you're really, really close. Good job. <laughs> it helps if I hear it first. Yeah. But when I'm just like from memory, it's not not so easy. Rody might have to team up with Hammer? Question mark. Well, yeah. Well, I think like what was happening is he took the suit to the government because he was like okay we need this is iron man's going crazy like we need to have kind of like a contingency plan it seems like okay and since the government is working with hammer just kind of like it i think it appears that he's working with him because i think we find out later he was using hammer the whole time Rhodey was okay 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 nick fury has some background on tony's dad and ivan's dad so double dutch's dad and how they were like kind of working partners together and stuff. Yeah. And his dad didn't Iron Man's dad totally like screw him over? Pretty much. It's the American way. Tony has issues with his dad, who he says was cold and callous. But then Nick Fury is like, Your dad was a founding member of Shields. <gasps> Agent Colson is there to keep Tony there no matter what, but I guess he does a really poor job of that. Yeah. Because yeah, and they kind of even joke about that in the movie, so... And well, I think he keeps him there so he can make 
a new substitute to actually like save his blood spices. Okay. Is what do you call them? Blood oogies. <laughs> blood ickies is blood what ickies, I was yeah. calling them. But yeah. What What did you just say? I think I blood said spices. I think I said blood spices and then blood oogies. <laughs> I like spices. Back to Rhodey examining the suit. Hammer comes in with a lollipop. Real cool. <laughs> Hammer then shows up, shows off all his weapons. Tony watches a video of his dad talking about Stark Industries. He's yelling at little Tony for touching his stuff. Classic dad move. Later on, Tony's dad leaves him a message on the video saying he built the future city thing for him. What is and what always will be my greatest creation is you. Pepper Potts on the phone with a wobbly sculpture, so (laughs) you know she's big time stuff. (laughs) Tony Tony comes in with strawberries? Yes, strawberries. (laughs) Pepper says, I am trying to do the job you're meant to do. Also, she's allergic to strawberries. Pepper kind of giving the shrug to Tony, finally. Finally. Tony looks at Map and gives himself a hand monocle to zero in on something. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yes, I do. Like, like, that was helpful. Like, you give yourself little binoculars sometimes when you're little. Or it's like when, um, on Good Mythical Morning, when if Rhett eats something that's really bad, he'll give himself (laughs) hand glasses for some Uh reason. uh Uh-huh. Because he uses that to see the, the, wait, did you say that? The model of the, the future city that he saw in the video that his dad left for him? I wasn't clear on that, so you oh, just okay. clarified. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tony does some minority report like stuff with the tomorrow map dealia with Jarvis. Figures out a substitute for palladium? Question yes. Do we ever get a name for the new one? I don't see it anywhere right now. It seems like something I might have written down, but I don't know. If anything, it'd be like he'd name it some dumbass like Starkian or something. Yeah, Tony Zosium. Yeah. Tony is awesome. Tony is awesome. <laughs> Agent Coulson comes and says, heard you broke the perimeter, which like, yeah, when did he get out of there? <laughs> he pulls out a Captain America shield and asks what it is. Nick Fury is sending Coulson to a different assignment. Which we find out later what that is. <laughs> Tony does more technology junk and starts sapping stuff with a laser pointer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, again, the one I was saying before, like, people with not a lot of stuff are making really smart stuff, and people that have stuff can't do it. He creates a piece of power, uh, <laughs> reference to the Zelda games. So then we find out that Double Dutch isn't following Hammer's directions because Drones is better. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer threatens Double Dutch and leaves him with his security folks, and he tells him not to trifle with them. But he definitely... Oh, he's going to trifle. He trifles with them so hard. Oh, man. Oh, he does so much trifling. Double Dutch calls Tony. He hung the security guys and got his bird back, which, like, is it his bird? I don't think it is his bird. I think he just really likes birds. Yeah. I know this is sad, but his other bird's probably dead. Hey, probably. And then Double Dutch says he's going to get him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) get you. (laughs) 
Tony puts the new thing in his chest and says it tastes like coconut and metal. All right, I'm just I'm I'm just going to read this off. Expo thing. Hammer comes out like a mega nerd and rags on Iron Man. He then shows off his new military army robot things. Oh, and Navy and Air Force and Marines. Whoop de doo. He introduces Rhodey. Then Iron Man comes in. Iron Man tells Rhodey that Hammer's been working with Double Dutch. Rhodey's system has been compromised, so it's trying to take Iron Man down. Rhodey says, no, no, as he flies into the air. Because that was after Double Dutch trifled. And yeah, then he yeah, so programmed all, not only Randy Rhodey, but also the other robots. Yes. The drones. That's why they better. The drones. <laughs> <laughs> Cue a very long battle sequence. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Robots shooting stuff. Explosions. Mass chaos. People falling. Robots getting foot enhancers and do some shooties. <laughs> Ivan's controlling all of them. Robot tries to shoot a kid because he's got an Iron Man mask on, but Iron Man's got his back. Which, don't you think that would have been a contingency they planned on? I mean, I, I guess Double Dutch wasn't really concerned about that, but you gotta think, with superheroes now being pretty popular... You would want to make sure that a robot with a mass weapon could tell the difference between mm-hmm. a child and the actual thing. You'd think. People rolling down the stairs. Natalie takes her shirt off and Happy is being a perv and swerves the car. More action stuff. Car alarms go off. Ivan tapping away at his computer. Laser beams. Cars get zapped. <laughs> Superhero insurance? Question mark? Like, is there insurance oh, yeah, against yeah, superhero yeah. stuff? There's got to be, man. Like, like you know those farmers commercials where they're like, have a car get stuck in a tree? We've seen it. Uh-huh. Like, it's got to be something like, <laughs> like a robot fall on your car from Iron Man? We've seen it. <laughs> We've seen it. Happy and Natalie go in where Double Dutch is. Natalie is freaking awesome. We find out her name is different, though, at some point. She yeah. has a different name. I think Romanoff. Romanoff. Yeah, Romanoff. But I think her um, superhero name is Black Widow. We think, yeah. Natalie being the best character in any of the movies so far. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, absolutely. Iron Man and Rhodey still zooming around. Now they're in a biodome or something. Pepper finds out that Iron Man was dying and she's mad. He tells her not to be, but she is and she should be. She's allowed to be. Let her be mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Iron Man and Rhodey are good, but now robots descend down. More shooties and kabooms. (laughs) Rhodey and Iron Man just BFFs playing video games, basically. Oh, is that when they're like in a circle and they're Mm -hmm. back-to-back shooting? Mm -hmm. Hammer's under arrest. Okay, here we go. This is a long paragraph for me. Should I just read it? Yeah, go for it. I like it. Okay. Super duper jump ropes comes in. Shooting, (laughs) slashing, flying, zooming, whipping, punching, yelling, bamboozling, strangling, kicking, more strangling. Iron Man and Rhodey zap each other and create an explosion in the middle where Double Dutch was. Double Dutch falls back but then says, you lose. (laughs) All the robots are going to blow a gasket. Iron Man grabs Pepper and brings her on top of a building. That was delightful. Pepper says she quits, finally. They're fighting, and then they kiss. And then I wrote, boo, with, like, 
10 O's. <laughs> like, talk about a really, like, just toxic relationship. I mean, the cycle that goes here is strong. It's... And it makes me, like, I know it's supposed to be like, oh, they finally, yeah. But I'm like, I feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a good relationship. It's, it's borderline abusive, really. Yeah, it really does seem like it. And I'm not even a therapist here. The joke is that Amy is a therapist. Uh, but only for children. Only for children. I don't have to deal with relationships and stuff. That's hard. Iron Roadie pieces out. Tony and Pepper laugh. Don't know why that was necessary for me to write down, but I sure did it. Roadie basically stole one of Iron Man's suits. Like he pieced out, just kind of kept his suit. This is when we get to hear Agent Romanoff's assessment of Tony Stark or Iron Man or both. Impulsive behaviors, textbook narcissism. Tony Stark not recommended for a vendor initiative. Probably one of the first times he's heard no. Yeah, and he takes it like you'd expect him to. Mm-hmm. Defensive and, like, insulting. This is where I was at at this point in the movie, because I'm just like, I'm tired of watching Tony Stark. Tony Stark and Rhodey get honored at a thing. Yeah, That's yeah. how descriptive I was. Yeah, well, th- I think the joke was that... The joke was that they got the senator that was, like a dick to him in the very beginning of the movie to give him the awards. Mm-hmm. And he stabs him with a pen. More ACDC to end the movie. That's all I have. Yeah, so what would you rate it? Like, what'd you think overall? I really liked uh, anything with Agent Romanoff in it. I think, is there, assuming she is Black Widow, there's a Black Widow movie coming out, right? I, maybe. Okay. If there is, that's the one I want to see, because she's clearly the best of anyone we've seen so far. Yeah, and it also seems like, and, and maybe I'm not, maybe this is also not true, but it also seems like she doesn't have a superpower. She's just badass. She's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good part. Did you like it better than the first Iron Man movie? I think I preferred the first one. Did you? What did you think? I think I do, too. I, I really like Double Dutch. Yeah, he seemed all right. But I think I like the first movie better overall. Yeah, so I'd, I'd give it a 5 out of 10, I think. I'm just tired of Tony Stark, honestly. Like, And I know that that's just his character, but I'm tired of watching his character. And I'm almost tired of watching his character succeed. So <laughs> Yeah, and we're two movie, or three movies in. I'm pretty much on the same page. My biggest thing is, and you just said it, like, my bi- I just, I don't like Iron Man. Like, I just, I don't care about him. And I, I'm, like, 90% sure that in Endgame, he saves the day. I don't know how or why or what happens. Because he's, like, I think he's, like, the main... It <laughs> seems like they're setting this whole universe up right now as him being, like, the main guy. Okay. And he's the worst. Yeah. Like, every other character has really good redeeming qualities. But, like, their redeeming qualities are, like, way clearly better. I don't know. He just seems like a dick. And he doesn't learn from it. Like, I bet the Iron Man 3, he's going to be, like, I don't know, gambling with half-naked ladies in the back of a limo with a pool. Like, Oh, yeah. Is there an Iron Man 3? I, yeah, because that's Civil oh, War, I think. Or, no, that's that's Captain America. I'm pretty sure there's an Iron, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Research, Research department. Research department. Oh, no, there is. What's it called? Oh, is it just Iron God. Man 3? No, Iron Man 3. 
2013. When do we have to watch that? I don't know. Beep, pop, boop, boop, beep, pop, boop. Oh, that's a sad research phase robot. Phase one. He's in phase two. So we have... Oh, no. How many more movies do we have in the first phase? We have three more movies in the first phase, according to Wikipedia. And then it's the first movie in phase two. Gotcha. So we have three movies between this Iron Man and the next Iron Man. Gotcha. Yeah. I oh, think... wait. But then there's Avengers. And I think he's one of those. Yeah, he's definitely one of those. Oh. oh. So I would Why give... are we doing this? <laughs> I, going back to my review, though, I would, give, I would agree with you, 5 out of 10. Like, I just, I don't care about Iron Man. I'm sick of him. I wish he would do something that's like, I don't know, make him a nice person. Like, yeah, 5 out of 10. So the next movie is Thor. And I didn't realize this. Research. Kenneth Branagh directed that. I didn't know that. I don't know who that is. That is Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a really like besides him besides him being Gilroy Lockhart, he's also like a really well known Shakespearean actor and a director. So he's like directed I mean he's acted in more things, but he also has a pretty large directing catalog too. Okay. Also from the research department, beep up boop boop beep up boop boop. Um it looks like Happy is also the director Mr. Hogan. Mr. Hogan. Mr. Hogan, sorry, is also the director of Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Okay. So there you go. I just hope Thor doesn't have Iron Man in it. Uh, agreed. I'm actually pretty interested in Thor because I kind of like the mythology stuff. So Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they what they do with this. Yeah. And I know like Thor and Loki are... I mean, everybody talks about Thor mm-hmm. and Loki. Mm-hmm. Well, should we call a quits... On Please, I just I just want to stop talking uh, and about and on Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> I just want to stop talking about <laughs> Iron Man. Let's call it quits on Iron Man. All right, later taters. Later taters. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or concerns or any additional information that isn't spoilers, feel free to email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail dot com. Also, check out our social media. We're on Instagram. At Unmarvelous Podcast and Twitter at Unmarvelous Pod. Later, nerds. So then we find out later, Amy. Yes. That Agent Shield Boy, mm-hmm. who's not very good at his job. Yes. Is like driving somewhere in the desert. I don't know where. And he finds a hole. And then there's a hammer in it. Oh, who could that possibly be? No, what could it be? Oh. 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 That was probably really cool for I bet, fans. Yeah. Because. Uh, I'm assuming by that point they wouldn't know that Thor was coming next. Yeah. But so that was like their little hint that that was coming and that was probably really cool. Yeah, that's kind of what I was actually thinking like so okay, this is going to make sense in a second. Do you know why movie trailers are called trailers? I feel like that's a thing I used to know, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, so like back in the day, like a long time ago when when theaters 
would have like double features or, or just movies or whatever. Trailers would happen after the movie was over. So they mm-hmm. were trailers. Yeah. And like, I feel like, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of that in, in that, you know, maybe not knowing what came next. Like, I think we have the, it's, it's a bummer that we have, like, we know a lot of the movies that come next. Mm-hmm. Cause like at the time, especially if you were a kid and you had no like clue about how to look up movies on the internet or whatever, right. you're just like, Oh, it's Mjolnir. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, exactly. Just what I was thinking. Oh God. I just hope Iron Man's not in it. 